Welcome to the Hub Crawl, a roundtable podcast discussing all things Disney. I'm Eric. And I'm Tig, back from, uh, you know, everywhere. Uh, each episode, <laughs> we usually invite two guests to bring a question and talk about one of our favorite things, Disney. But this week, we're going to play some catch-up because I feel a little left out. And there were some really <laughs> great questions for the episodes while I was gone. So I think Eric is going to ask me all of the questions and you're going to hear <laughs> my answers to them. And then... Perhaps Eric might even have some comments about. Uh, oh, perhaps, wow. We will we will find out. So, what did you all talk about way back on episode thirty three? What feels like an eternity ago? Man, it sure does. But yeah, let's kick it off here. Who is the best Disney CEO, and why are you wrong? Where does the "why are you wrong" come from? That's my. Uh, that would uh, the, the way the way I wrote it was basically because I already saw that somebody had. Uh, who wrote Don Tatum? I don't. <laughs> it, it was more of a dig at the at the other guests who had already written their oh, answers, sure. so I changed it. And I uh, really can't quite remember exactly what I said on well, that one. I'm gonna say obviously Walt Disney because mm-hmm, hello mm-hmm. the creator. But if I couldn't say Walt Disney, I, I guess I would have said Bob Iger. However, I feel like. He's kind of backtracking a little bit now that he's come back. I feel like his legacy is yeah. not as gold and sparkly as it once was. So maybe, maybe Michael Eisner, because Michael Eisner really did a lot for the parks and really made Disney World what it is today with all the expansion and some of the awesome stuff that was there. So I would say him, obviously, within with in conjunction with uh, Frank Wells, because those two were like a powerhouse together. And man, that'd be great to have something like that back. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a lot of what we talked about. Dan talked about Walt and Roy and that that interaction, and Ryan brought up the Eisner Wells for the same the same reason. I think I talked about I, I we as we discussed the question kind of morphed, and we were just talking about interesting CEOs, and I talked about Ron Miller because Ron, poor Ron, not really not really groomed to be a CEO, but because he was related to the family through marriage, they tossed him into the lead role and this guy didn't make the best decisions and they, but he almost lost the company while he was there. So poor guy. Yeah. Eisner was a great choice to come in and save it after, after Ron. But yeah, I, I still feel sorry for Ron. Oh, Oh, Ron. Poor Ron. Uh, yes. Well, um, moving on. Let's see. So uh, the question was, what are some things that you see parents doing in the parks or not doing that you think are especially good ideas in terms of going to the park with young kids or any sort of kids? What are what are some things that people are doing well? Oh, see, that's hard because I feel like I always focus on the things that people are doing terribly. (laughs) But I will say I really appreciate and this is going to get us some hate. Maybe I really appreciate when parents are mindful of that there are other people in the park. And this manifests itself in the way that there are parents, and this this is going into what they do wrong, I guess, but there are parents <laughs> that like want their kids to walk and so like sometimes or walk up and down stairs and you're trying to like exit an attraction or enter an attraction or something, and they're like, Oh, little Bobby is gonna, you know, walk down the stairs and you're like holding up everybody. And so when when parents realize that there's like a line behind them and they like pick their child up and like, you know, we'll figure this out later, though, that's a great thing. Not bringing the giant wagons 
<laughs> bringing snacks. I'm I'm a fervent buy food at Disney person, but I understand when you have kids, bringing snacks is really smart, especially if you're waiting in queues with your kids all day. I think that's all great. Stuff to keep them shaded. You know, just all the comforts. Like parents that are really yeah. good at that stuff, I think are great. And are mindful of people that they're around. And, you know, if their kid starts having a tantrum, maybe taking them to a more secluded place, that kind of stuff. I love all that. I think they do great. I've heard some great things like uh, there's some parents out there I know that will allow their their kid to buy like one souvenir from the trip and they'll let them pick it out. But they're like, you just get the one. So they kind of write things down or, or take a mental photo of it. And then on their last day or whatever, they get to pick kind of their souvenir. I always think that's mm-hmm. really cool, too. Yeah, that's a good one. What is a... So thinking of Club 33, what is something that costs way too much that you really want to do? So that could be Club 33, that could be the Galactic Star Cruiser, a VIP tour, the Kyber Crystal Drink Package on the Wish that costs a few grand. Ooh. What expensive thing that's ridiculous would you do if you could? I would do that trip that they had that was like the the Adventures by Disney, like visiting mm-hmm. all the parks, went around the world. I would do that because that would like knock off so many bucket list items of, of parks <laughs> and right. places to see around the world. I mean, I think every destination on that trip is something that's on my bucket list. So how could you not? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, that one came up. It, it is that's a huge, a huge one. If you could afford it, go for it. I saw some analysis that said that the the amount of pollution of having a private jet do this, like this is the worst possible thing for the environment. Is you taking this trip? Well, I now can't that you've the made it sound like it. that, and I'm destroying the planet. Thanks, Eric. Well, there you go. That's what the wealthy do. It's fine. <laughs> so then, David had a question that was completely wrong talking about how Disney acquired the Muppets and has not done anything with them. So what what Muppet attraction or ride or theme or a restaurant would you bring into the parks? And I had to remind him that we have we have plenty of Muppet things in Walt Disney World, which he has never been to. So oh. that's also I am jealous that David. Walt Disney World has more Muppet stuff because I don't know if they're still doing it, but they had like the Muppets history thing in Liberty Square. Oh, that was, was so really good. Cool. They have, obviously, they have, like, the little Muppets courtyard, I think it's called, with, they still have, in Disney World there, they still have the Muppet Vision 3D, which I always Mm -hmm. was entertained by. Oh, it's so much fun, yeah. I'm not usually, usually those things, like Honey, I Shrunk the Audience and stuff, usually I can watch them once or twice and I'm kind of done with it. I would always make a point to go watch Muppet Vision 3D, because I, the Muppets, man, you can't go wrong with the Muppets. (laughs) Right. But they should do more in general. They should make more oh, shows yeah. with them. They should make more attractions with them. Muppet Haunted Mansion was great. It, yeah, that was fantastic. Any other ideas for things that you would put in? Oh, that's a great question, though. Yeah, because I totally skipped the question, didn't I? Um, <laughs> that's the actual question. Yeah. What would you do? I would I would make a whole land with them. I, I don't know what that would look like, because I'm, I love the Muppets, but I don't really know that much. You know what... Um, yeah, I would just make a land, and somehow somebody who knows more about the Muppets than me would create a great experience with that. I think they could do anything with the Muppets, and it would be wonderful. So I think at Disneyland, they should add a Muppets land, and they should expand the land in Hollywood Studios, because dang it, the Muppets deserve better. Do you remember, you're a Disney World person, Eric. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, yep. my uncle recorded this for me. 
The Muppets went to Disney World. It was like a promotional thing. That video, yeah. Yeah, I am fairly certain that I had it taped at one point, because I remember that one pretty well. I know I watched it multiple times, because, yeah, as a kid, I was really into the Muppets. My dad, I remember my dad would wake me up early in the morning, and we'd watch the Muppet show before he went to work. Then I'd go back to sleep before school, Uh, because it was on at like 6 a.m. or something. Oh, jeez. These reruns of the Muppet show, and... Yeah, I, I remember that very well. So I, I, yeah, definitely imprinted with the Muppets early on. But yeah, that video was great. They they came to Walt Disney World, and of course, now that I'm thinking about, it, I can't remember a single thing that happened. But I remember, I remember watching it and enjoying it. It was yeah. great. I should look that up. It's probably on YouTube. Probably. All now right. that you mentioned it. Yeah. Why don't we lump all of the bonus questions in at the end? Okay, we will do that at the end. Next episode, 34. What is your most unhinged yet completely sincere opinion related to Disney parks? Can you define kind of what we're going for here? Since I missed like the original, because usually we have the question and there's like some explanation around it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what's what's the idea behind this one? The idea is it really it's it, there's the something that you that you believe that is going to be, it's going to be a hot take. People are going oh. to be upset with you. You know, it, some of the answers we have, DCA is better than Disneyland. Whoa! If you remove if you remove all of the lore, all of the Walt, DCA is a better park. Remove everything Star Wars from Tomorrowland. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Ryan loves Autopia. <laughs> okay. Okay. Those are some hot takes for right. sure. Yeah. I don't think I I mean I just want to I just want to address one of those. I don't think if you remove the lore and everything of Walt from Disneyland it's it's worse than DCA. I still think it's a really solid park for a lot of reasons, but uh, we'll just ignore that <laughs> for now. Okay. My unhinged sincere opinion. Okay, so this one I've said this before and it's been a hot take and it, it I know some people get very very fired up about this. But my unhinged yet completely sincere opinion is that they should have spent the billions of dollars on DCA to make Disneyland better and not built DCA because I don't think it's like, it's fine. It's getting better, but I still think, especially from an attraction standpoint, they need more attractions over there because when one of them goes down, like when we're going to be there soon, mm-hmm. the, the Raiders Springs racers is down for refurbishment, which means that the lines everywhere in the park are going to be insane. Oh gosh. Yeah. And anytime any attraction goes down over there, all of the lines get crazy. So I would say that they either need to put more crap in DCA for people to do, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which they're not doing a very good job of, or they should have spent that money and just really improved Disneyland. Really, like, I don't know, expanded the monorail, done all the Westcott stuff, maybe. DCA was not great. Make things that work consistently. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that. That's good. That's yeah. good. Not completely. That's not that unhinged. I think none of ours were really the 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 most unhinged, but we tried. We tried. That's okay. Uh, let's let's see. Next up, describe your ideal solo trip to a Disney park. Oh my goodness! You know, just the fact of having a solo trip would be my ideal solo trip. Waking up, getting to the park when I want, riding what I want, eating what I want, going where I want. Not worried about, you know, when you're by yourself, you can get around a lot quicker. You could ride in mm-hmm. all the single rider lines and you don't have to worry yeah. about trying to keep your group together. You can easily, f- 
weasel into a spot for the fireworks or phantasmic or something yeah so i think all of those things yeah i think my solo trip that would that would be uh, which which park do i start in of course i'd start in disneyland i i don't think i would change anything i think my first ride would try to be indie unless it's closed which it frequently is now maybe i would do the jungle cruise or pirates that's usually my go-to uh after that one must eat food i mean i just eat all the stuff i normally eat i'd eat a bengal barbecue okay. skewer i'd I'd go, uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything. I'd maybe try to hit up some of our contacts to go to Club 33 again, but I can do that with people too. That's kind of fun. I don't know. I, I, I don't think much would change except for I just do it by myself and not have to worry about others. There you go. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I'm a simple uh, we- man. <laughs> <laughs> simple, simple desires and tastes, yes. Yeah. Which local-themed place from your childhood should be absorbed by Disney Parks? I didn't really have any local themed. The the two things we had that were local when I lived in Northern California as a child. Uh, one thing wasn't themed. We had a we had Windsor Waterworks, which is our local like pool whatever, and it's closed. Somebody drowned and they Ew. closed it. Okay. But the other two places we had is we had Marine World Africa USA is what it was originally. Then it was Marine World. And then it was something else. And then it was Six Flags Animal Kingdom or something like that. And hmm. I don't know what it is right now. Uh, it's still there. It's in Vallejo, California. And that maybe, like, that was the closest to... It, it was kind of Animal King to me, I guess, if Disney could absorb it, I suppose. And then we also had, uh, in Santa Clara, we had Great America, which at one point was Marriott's Great America, which was interesting, because I was like, Marriott <laughs> right. owns it. And then I've it heard was that, like, yeah. Because yeah. my, my brother used to go all the time, and he would call it Marriott's. We're going to go to Marriott's. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. It was an okay park, but it was a Six Flags park. So, you know, or it eventually became a Six Flags park. It was that, you know, roller coaster kind of thing. So I would say the, the Marine World thing is probably the closest thing that Disney could, like, absorb and make it feel close, as close to Disney. Funny, fun fact, the company that owned it went bankrupt, I want to say, and the city of Vallejo actually operated it for, like, 10 years, and they did a pretty hmm. terrible job. So then they ended up selling it, I think, <laughs> to Six Flags. Weird. Interesting. Did you ever go to Gilroy Gardens? I did not. Okay. I've heard good things. I've never even heard of it before. Oh, okay. It's another San Jose-ish area park. Yeah, probably Um, by Gilroy, most known for the Gilroy Garlic Festival. The Garlic Festival. Yes, that's, that's true. There was also the Enchanted Forest, which I didn't, which isn't in California, but we went on a road trip, went by, and that was also lovely. Owned by a small family. It's uh, really cool. They have a Matterhorn-like attraction there, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Cool. I like it. Let's see here. What is next? Which existing park IP would you reboot into a new movie? We're kind of going on the Haunted Mansion vibes there. Sure. Which existing IP would I reboot into a movie? Hmm. Right. Man, I, I see some options here that were listed with the question. The the question changed, so my option is... Totally incorrect, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I saw that options were Pirates, Tower of Terror, Country Bear, Jungle Cruise, oh, yeah. Mission to Mars, Tomorrowland. I, I think Tower of Terror could be a really good movie. I know that they made a movie, but I think if they, like, took it in that vein of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion, the the reboot, apparently. I haven't, still haven't seen it yet. But uh, I think Tower of Terror would be kind of cool. Country Bears was a terrible movie, by the way. <laughs> Jungle Cruise, I actually liked the movie. yeah. I'd say Tower of Terror. I'd be most interested in seeing a Tower of Terror or some weird way that they could make an It's a Small World movie. I have no idea what that would be. Maybe oh, a horror film. 
<laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one. What would they do? Okay. Well, do you want to do the bonuses now, or do you want to launch into the insanity of episode 35? Uh, let's do the bonuses quick, and then we'll do the insanity, because the insanity okay. is going to be quick fire. All right. Bonuses. What, um, let's see. Have you experienced virtual cues? What are your opinions? I, uh, it's tough because I don't want to stand in line all day. So I like the idea of a virtual queue. I just don't like their execution. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like having to like be in and everybody hitting the same button at the same time. Not great. Yeah, it does. It does get kind of weird. And that was one of the, the points that we brought up repeatedly is that it, it really sets apart the people who know what's going on at Disney and the people who are just there on vacation. Oh, so 100%. The family that's there from Iowa, they're like, what, why, does it, why did everybody stop walking and pull out their phones? What's going on? What am I missing? And then they can't get on the big attraction that they came there for. Imagine having no idea that Rise of the Resistance was a thing, and you walk into mm-hmm. Town Square before Rope Drop, and everybody is silent and staring at their phones. And then right at 8 a.m. or whatever it was, everybody was, like, cheering all of a sudden. Like, it would feel like like something insane was happening. But that's how it was. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I remember going to the parks with, with Mike from Concierge once. And Mike switched into travel agent mode. And he's... He, a family near us was like it said what's going on why why is everybody stuck here we just want to go to the star wars land and he said okay get out your phone and he walked them through the whole thing while while i and the rest of our group tried to get passes he got her and her family up and running just in time to get passes for the day insanity yeah and they had no idea and it was it was crazy that he just happened to see these people that looked confused and he helped him out. It was great. Well, good for him for help. That's a good Disney, oh, yeah. Disney adulting there. He's a good guy. Yeah. Let's see. Other bonus question. Let's see. So when Indiana Jones and Space Mountain opened at Disneyland lines bled onto Main Street, we we have virtual queues for most of the modern rides when they open now. If you were in charge of new attractions and queues, how would you manage the lines? Oh, man. I mean, even Indiana Jones, which if there was no Fast Pass or Max Pass or Genie or whatever they're calling it today, the lines blood out to Main Street. And there's a, that's a huge queue. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if you could. I, I don't. I mean, I think if there was a better way, Disney would have done it. But when you have so many people that want to experience something, I think it's just really challenging. Maybe... I don't know. I think any other way you would do it would just be awful. Because I was thinking, well, maybe every hour or every two hours you you open up another pool of virtual queue. So like you're not, if you miss the first one, you're not totally out for the day. You know, maybe they just do, you know, a couple hundred at a time and they do it every hour or something. That that would be nice. But then I could see some people like being frustrated with that. That every hour I'm having to be on my phone and trying for this. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. Maybe like. I don't know, maybe you, that's not good either. I'm like, maybe you pay a couple bucks extra on your ticket and you get a you get a, a virtual queue space on the day that you buy that with. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're, I don't have a good answer. I don't think that you could let lines just be nuts and, and Disneyland specifically is hard enough as it is to get around when there's not queues wrapping around everywhere. And yeah, I, I think if there was an answer that was good, 
Disney would have done it already. And I, I mean, what is? Do you know what Universal does for this, or what other big parks do? I, I mean, Universal has done a lot of virtuals as well, but they've got a completely dis- different system where to get it, to get their pass, it costs a lot of money. So their version of Genie Plus that gets you to the front of the line that costs right. a lot of money. But they've done they've done virtual queues for some of these. I'm not sure what they did with the Velasa coaster. I kind of missed that opening. That was the last big thing that opened up. But they've done similar similar virtual queues where it's it's free. You just have to you have to go in. But I don't know how. I don't know when they open it up. I don't know how often they open it sure. up because that's kind of the thing that would make it better in in my opinion at Disney is to have more periods. So when you come in and you get the first the first batch, at least everybody else can say, "Wait, what did you do? Oh, I can do that." It, yeah, the next one's at ten. Instead of there are two batches, and don't worry, by the time you get to the one p.m., it's all sold up because the ride has hasn't been operating for half the day. <laughs> okay. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's complicated. I I like the idea of virtual queues because it's better than it's better than a giant line. Yeah, where you're saying, well, I I guess I'll get in this line. When Galaxy's Edge opened up, I was at the opening in Walt Disney World. I came in and I just got into a line. When I saw a line, I said, "All right, what's this one?" And as <laughs> we went, somebody's like, "Oh yeah, this is for the uh, this is for Doc Ondars." I'm like, "Oh cool, guess I'm buying a." <laughs> Guess I'm buying a holocron, which is one thing that I knew I wanted to buy is the the both the Jedi and the Sith holocrons. So yeah. I waited in that line for an hour and a half, and I I hadn't done anything. I didn't see the Millennium Falcon for like four hours. Wow! <laughs> and it was still amazing. But but yeah, like hey, here's a line. I might as well get in one of them. I talked to Mike Renfro on the phone for like an hour and a half until my phone was dying first thing in the morning. So. I do. Yeah. So I Googled quick, and Universal Orlando has a page, and I, it doesn't really give the real experience necessarily. But they say how to get a virtual line return time. Select an attraction, select virtual line, tap on the virtual line venues tab to see a list of available attractions, and then select the attraction you want to ride and tap virtual line pass reserve. Select how many people are in your party, and then select a return time. Now, that's one thing I wish Disney would do. Because right now hmm. they just give you like a boarding group or whatever right. they call it for whatever. And you have no idea when it's showing up. I wish that they would just give me a list because maybe I don't want to ride it at 1 p.m. Maybe for me, like I'm okay waiting till like 9 p.m. Let me select 9 p.m. to come back. Like, why do I have to be in this queue? Like, I understand that they didn't know how long the ride was going to be open and it was so much better to just have a rolling thing. But I don't know, maybe test your attraction more before you open it to the public. <laughs> right, they're all so complicated now, and the slightest thing can throw it off. I mean, yeah. these trackless rides are, are so complicated. You look um, at it funny, and it's like, oh, it's gone down. <laughs> uh, hair fell off that guy's head. Shut it down. Yeah. <sighs> well. All right, are we ready that, for insanity? I think we're ready for insanity. I have the full list here on my OneNote. Perfect. For episode 35, we To be clear were... to our listeners who have listened to this episode already, <laughs> I listened to this episode because the only question there was improvement or not, and I had no idea what the question was. And I listened to it, and I was like, wow, this is insanity. So we're going to rapid fire this to try to go through it about as quick as you guys did on the show. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And most so of the listeners the have question. already heard this, but yeah. now you get to 
to do it. Um, this is Improvement or Not. We're going to play a game where I say something that was there before and something that's there now. And uh, you get to tell me if you think it was an improvement or if it's not an improvement. Now, I would like to say that I think... We'll, we'll wait to hear from our listeners. Let us know. Contact at thehubcrawl.com. I would like to know if our listeners would like to have this as a segment every week where we just have like a couple things and our guests can like go through because I think it's fun. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a blast with these random questions and we deliberately left them off of the list, uh, the the usual script that we put together. So behind the scenes, listeners, we have a we have it's not a full script, but we encourage people to to put their questions out there so we have time to think about them. So we're not going um uh for twenty minutes. Yep. While we think of an answer. And then we write down the answers. Sometimes we write out a full sentence that we want to read. Sometimes we write down little little notes that are weird and at least remind us of what we wanted to say. So for this episode, we said none of that because we recorded all these episodes in a row and just wanted to get them out of the way. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny if when we're at our punchiest, we <laughs> do the weirdest questions we can think of and surprise people? Great. <laughs> I know I got some feedback from some other listeners that, that reached out that really liked it. <laughs> I think it'd be uh, yeah, cool if... to have as a segment, like just, just like have like one or two questions and just go around the horn and get like some, you know, immediate answers. Well, yeah, it's like in, in our, I, I would assume, assume that it's an episode that has come out where I just said, Hey, what character would you want at your Disney fairy tale wedding? But yeah, we can do more of this. We can plan more of this, this fun. So yeah, I like it. Here we go. Improvement or not? Snow White's Scary Adventures to Snow White's Magical Wish. Magical Wish. Improvement. 100%. All right. Maelstrom to Frozen Ever After? Never rode Maelstrom, but I would probably say not. Okay. World of Motion to Test Track? Probably an improvement, but I never rode okay. World of Motion either. Okay. Okay. 20,000 Leagues Under now, the Sea to... One second. One second. Now, uh -huh, there's uh -huh. two test tracks... Because there's, like, the new test track, and then there's, like, the old test track. And I never rode the old test track, but mm -hmm. I think the old test track looked more fun. So With I'm the gonna test, say, crash test dummies and everything? Yeah, so I'm going to say improvement, not. Okay. No, I like it. Yeah, we've got some more of that coming. <laughs> I don't think we did that one, but but yeah, that's great. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, kind of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is in part of that area. Seven Dwarfs, improvement. Okay. Uh, Horizons to, um, I wrote down Barfcopter. I'm talking about Mission Space, the ride that spins and is one of the two uh, attractions in Disney parks that has a barf bag. You said Barfcopter, and I, I, was, I was laughing out loud listening to that. <laughs> so I never rode Horizons. I heard really great things about it, though. So, mm, or not, maybe? Or okay, not. okay. No, that's fine. Um, I, I don't have clear memories of Horizons, but everybody does love it. I, I assume I wrote it. I don't. I don't remember. I remember other rides better, like World of Motion and um, definitely Spaceship Earth. Tag, do you know what the other Disney attraction is that has barf bags in the ride vehicle? Oh, like it uh, in Disney World or Land or? It is in. It is in the Disneyland Resort. Oh. Barf bag, barf bag. Oh, it's the uh, it's it's the it's the Mickey's Fun Wheel with the swinging ones. The pal yeah, Pixar pal around Mickey's yeah. Mickey's Fun Wheel. Yes, the, they've that renamed is the that other thing attraction. more times. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to retheme. Yeah. But yes, the, those are the two attractions. We did a an episode on on both of them in 
Supreme Resort because we realized, oh, this is a way we could compare two random things. Sure. Um, let's see. Carousel of Progress to America Sings? Uh, not. Okay. America Sings to a Warehouse? Not. Okay. Disneyland Hotel's monorail bar to Rainforest Cafe. I never experienced the monorail bar, but I love the monorail, so I'm going to say not. Okay. I'm obsessed with this monorail bar. There's not a lot of pictures out there, but the the bar itself is shaped like an old trolley car, and it looked it was on the second floor of the Disneyland Hotel, and it looked out at the monorail when it was built. Well, what what really screwed up the Disneyland Hotel was when they did the renovation – previously it felt like the monorail went right up to the hotel mm-hmm. and now it feels like the hotel's like a thousand miles away <laughs> right yes uh yeah that's weird but yeah i like it and then i heard that they corrected you to also go from the rainforest cafe to star wars trading post <clears throat> and i think i i think that rainforest cafe to trading post was not but if they were to bring the restaurant back and theme it to mm. Star Wars, I think it would be improvement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Use that second floor. I don't know why they don't. It's so easy. Yeah. You probably don't know about this one. Um, Caribbean Beach check-in building to DVC's Riviera Resort. I will say improvement just because I've heard so many great things about the Riviera Resort. I love the Riviera. It's my my home resort. Um, so I'm biased. Great movie ride to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Ooh, this one's tough because they're both great attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember riding the Great Movie Ride. I did get to ride it before it closed, thankfully. And I thought it was really cool. I loved the cast members interacting, like, not just animatronics, but, like, actual <laughs> cast members. Right. Like, and it was a longer attraction. Like, it was, I really liked it. But, man, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is great. But I see it's what so the great. next question is. So I'm going to say <laughs> not for Great Movie Ride to Mickey Minnie's. You've spoiled it, yes. An admin building to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And that's an improvement. <laughs> All right. Um, toad to poo. Not. Country love, Bear to poo. I love Toad, so. Oh, yeah. I also love the Country Bears, so not. Holiday Hill to the Matterhorn. Obviously improvement. Come on. <laughs> the hill where a teens would uh, neck in the, in the late 50s. Scandalous. Um, Yes. Superstar Limo to Monsters, Inc. Uh, improvement. Mickey's Fun Wheel to Pixar Pal Around. There's, it's the same damn thing. It's just <laughs> right. painted differently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I forgot what it was. I didn't put in what it was originally called when it, it was, was the, the sun. sun was it the Sun Wheel? Okay. I think so. Gosh. Malaboomer to Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. Improvement because the Malaboomer is a type of an attraction that scared the crap out of me. I did ride it. <laughs> But I am much happier writing the Inside Out Emotional World. All right. Yes, I'm a 40-plus-year-old adult male who is a Hey, you know, I'm not – I like that type of ride, especially I like the idea that it was uh, a carnival ride where it shot you up like you were hitting the bell. But it's not for everybody, and it was big and ugly-looking and off-the-shelf. And Yeah. Yeah. Inside Out is – CCA 1.0. All right. Soaring over California to soaring over the world. Oh, not. <laughs> I agree. California screaming to Incredicoaster. Ooh, uh, man! I I I miss the music from California screaming, 
<laughs> but I like the theming of Incredicoaster. So I guess I'll say improvement. My favorite right. thing, my favorite thing in that attraction right now is, and the baby is gone. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty great. And the boat, and the baby is gone. <laughs> uh, immediately, yeah, very well timed, very funny. Mm-hmm. Don DeFore's silver banjo to Riverbell Terrace. I don't know what that first thing you said was, but I do. <laughs> I miss the original Riverbell Terrace when they used to have breakfast and breakfast potatoes, my favorite breakfast potatoes anywhere. So I guess I'll say improvement. Okay, okay. I could have also done Aunt Jemima's to Riverbell Terrace. And I don't know much about that either. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Rivers of America to Phantasmic. Oh, way big improvement. <laughs> uh, can you tell Rest that I realized? Going- oh, there you go. I crafted more for Disneyland because I had um, a guest on that day who has never been to Walt Disney World. So are you happy that you got to see Murphy before he went up in flames? I am happy I got to see Murphy at least once before he went up in flames, yes. I am very sad that he may not come back. Yeah, I... Yeah, that, that's, you know, it's a it's a shame. I did say when I was there with our concierge trip where Bryn had really, really wanted to have that be my first time seeing Fantasmic. I, I do kind of miss that. I'm sad that I had the I didn't have the opportunity to say, well, now I'll never see it <laughs> because <laughs> everyone was so adamant that I see Fantasmic and um we went just like the week after Murphy burned. So oh. I thought that would have been funny, but oh. I did see it. It's enjoyable. I'm glad I got to see a functioning Murphy. Yeah. Oh, very, very sad. I'm sure they'll think of something that's not quite so complicated. I, I'm sure I hope they'll come up with something amazing. I'm sure that like they'll come up with something. Yeah. That's not just a projection, please. Let's hope not. Uh, let's see. Midget Autopia to it's a small world. Uh, improvement. Alright. Disneyland People Mover to Rocket Rocket Rods. come on. Not. And Rocket Rods to nothing. Not. (laughs) You'd rather have Rocket Rods than just a a, a crumbling husk of an attraction? I want the People Mover. I want the People Mover. I did hear (laughs) one of the people's response was, because you said something about it covered in leaves, and they're like, well, I do like leaves, and I was like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) That's always Dan's complaint whenever we go whenever we go over the track in the monorail. He's like, oh, look at that. Just a nice place to store old leaves. <laughs> I need to go All to right. the park with him one of these times. Yes, Dan is Dan is a hoot at the park, for sure. Uh, let's see. Parking lot to Indiana Jones and the oh, Temple of the Forbidden Dial of Destiny is what I wrote. <laughs> I didn't see that movie either because we were in Europe and we went to we wanted to see it. And the opportunity we had to see it was we could have seen it in Paris, but mm-hmm. the Parisians are all about everything being in French, and we don't know French. And okay. because it didn't do so well, by the time we got to a place that had English-speaking movies, it had already left the theater. Ah, uh, okay. We did see Oppenheimer, well, though, which was great. No, I did not see Oppenheimer. I've seen Barbie twice. Well, that's, that's something. Why have it's, you seen it twice? Because it's very enjoyable. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I did see Dial of Destiny. It's like Haunted Mansion in my book. I'm like, mm, that was enjoyable. It wasn't incredible. Now, I don't ever speak of it, 
But was it better than the one movie that we don't talk about that's the Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. The Crystal Skull. It's been a few years since I watched that one. Although the last time I watched it, I'm like, that's not so bad. He um, was in a refrigerator and blown away and somehow survived. Ugh. Everybody talks about the old man in a refrigerator. There's and, still some great action. And there was aliens. It was an alien spaceship at the end. Come on. It's like Temple of Doom. Where like, why aren't there Nazis? I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this movies, these movies are all about Nazis. And so, I mean, it's kind of what they were about. I will they, say they, my favorite one is with Sean Connery, because him and Sean Connery together were hilarious. Uh, the, yes, the chemistry between them was, was pretty great. I always liked... Um, I always liked that Last Crusade as a kid. Now, as an adult, I I prefer the original Raiders because it is a really solid movie, and Last Crusade is very great too. Was it Raiders? Was was Raiders the one that has one of my favorite scenes in a movie, which is the librarian or whatever stamping, and they're like he's like hitting the temple, and his, no, that's like that's Last Crusade. Yeah, oh, it's that's a great hilarious. scene. Oh yeah, yeah, really good stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Spielberg knows how to work in just bizarre fun comedy all right let's keep going here jungle cruise original too funny jungle cruise (laughs) i can't even imagine a regular jungle cruise so i will say improvement (laughs) all right look over there it's a hippo (laughs) adventure land to dwayne johnson land (laughs) i just put that one in there i don't know I don't. I don't even remember if I read that one on the show. Not, not you didn't. Not okay. I skipped it. <laughs> Everybody was so worried that they were going to put the rock in everything in in Adventureland. That's true. Orange Grove to Disneyland. Well, obviously an improvement. Uh huh. Swamp, swamp, and cow pasture to Walt Disney World. <laughs> I mean, the cows are probably upset about it, but I think it's an improvement. <laughs> they, they're long. They've been eaten long ago. But but also. Uh, uh, you got rid of all the mosquitoes. Like Disney does a great mosquito control in there. Like they, they sure do. Eaten by mosquitoes. Yeah, you can actually go outside in the south at they night. Do that in our yard, that'd be wonderful. Right. Parking lot to DCA. Uh not. <laughs> <laughs> Match that with my answer from earlier. Oh gosh. Okay, so that was all of them. That's a lot of stuff. We we burned through it pretty quick with our. Our guests that episode. Good good takes there, Teg. Question two. Um, Ryan wanted to um, basically see if we actually listen to each other's shows. <laughs> so, I can make this really easy. So was it the Pewdie, PewDiePod? I don't know what it is called. It, PewniePod. I don't know Pewnie why you Pod. spelled it that way. Never, never, uh, never saw it. I never okay. listened to it. I have listened to sporadic episodes of the supreme resort i wish mm-hmm. i had more time to listen to more because i genuinely do really like it <laughs> scraping the vault is another one i wish i had time to listen to i have not listened to bantha milk i have not listened to ears up i have not listened to ears up in depth i have not listened to but have heard about dan hates the beatles i don't know what any of the people look for so or look like so who is the most handsome <laughs> i have no idea and the answer to churros or hot dogs this one's tough because i do like churros and hot dogs if I had to pick one that I could only have for the rest of my life, I'd probably pick hot dogs, but I really love churros. Mm, okay. All right. Fair. Good takes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Make a I'm new rider. I'm also sad tra- that they didn't ask if they listen to DL Weekly or not. So, you know. Uh, that, is, that is fair. Yes. Ryan didn't put that one in there, which probably means he hasn't listened to DL Weekly before. Probably not. That's okay. I don't know. Maybe he has. 
I think he has, actually, now that I think about it. He's mentioned it. Uh, Let's see. Make a new rider attraction based on a movie that you have watched recently. How recent? Uh, I mean... Hmm. (laughs) I'm like, I just watched Oppenheimer. Could you make an attraction out of Oppenheimer? I mean, that could be really dark. (laughs) Maybe it's like one of those coasters. You know, those like drag racer ones where it just like launches you and then you go up the thing. So maybe it launches you and right as you get to the base, it looks like an explosion like Oppenheimer and you like shoot up and then you come back down and you're blinded. (laughs) (laughs) You're blind. You slowly come down over the course of years. (laughs) (laughs) And they spray paint, like, red spray paint on you so you look like you have radiation stuff. There you go. I don't know. That's the best I can come up with on short notice. Good one. Good one. Let's see. So then we played a round of The Wheel of Clickbaity Garbage, which is a game we play on Supreme Resort from time to time. Dan has a... Dan likes to load up clickbaity articles onto a, a wheel that he spins online, and it just spins around and it picks a random article and then we um, guess what the things are. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So it would be like top five top five attractions you you must experience at the at the Magic Kingdom. And sure. then we guess because it's it's weird. I did not listen to the answers because I didn't want to spoil this for me. So I did see the question which was rides you won't ride again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, if Dan ever gave the full list so if you could correct me or not i um yeah i think we went through i think we went through the whole thing okay um i haven't listened to the episode since we did it sure i'll (laughs) give you a couple answers and you tell me if it's on the list and we'll just leave it at that okay so rides you won't ride again and this is at disney world this is at magic kingdom hmm i can't quite remember and i don't have a link to the article well, it was DizDining.com, uh-huh. so I'm just going right. to quickly see if I can find... Uh, oh, my God, they have all types of, like... Uh, yeah, weird. that's why we, we, we like DizDining for this sort of content. Um, <laughs> Disney to lose $250 million after closing this attraction. You know, that sort of thing. Vacation Nightmare um, at this Disney park is only open to guests five days a week. What? <laughs> Two of Disney oh, World's gosh. most popular rides broke down more than 900 times last year. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Oh, here's Disney restaurants we won't be dining at again. They've got an article about Johnny Depp. They love Johnny Depp. I don't get it. I just put in, I think I searched for five rides, and I'm not even finding this. Five rides. <laughs> Lifetime ban for bad behavior. You won't find mosquitoes at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, another restaurant they won't try again. Yeah, I'm not finding that article. They've got a lot of a lot of stuff. They have terrible names for stuff, by the way. <laughs> they're almost as bad, or actually they're worse than the Disney Food Blog. The Disney Food Blog also does, like, the one thing that you need to have, and it's like, oh, God. Yeah, it's a shame, because Disney Food Blog, when, they, when they're doing real content, when they're doing their reviews, they're phenomenal. But they have resorted to a lot of this type of behavior as well. How to have the worst day in Magic Kingdom. That sounds great. Yeah, so basically we find stuff like that, and then we we try to guess. Dan will give us a little bit of flavor from the article, like, okay, here's here's how they started it, and then we have to guess what things they are complaining about. Gotcha. 
the lists are usually the best because then we he'll if we get one we kind of just take turns guessing what will be on there and uh if we okay. get one wrong he'll burn it from the bottom just so we can continue going and we can get more flavor as it, as it I happens. found no thanks Disney attractions we don't need to ride again ah that might be it I don't know it's from October of 22 let me send it to you in the chat there we go <laughs> so I won't pick the top one because I saw what that was. If I had to guess, I would say, let's see, we're talking about Disney. It says Disney Attractions. So it's Walt so that, Disney World looking at the list here. Okay. I'm going to say... Oh, gosh. I'm going to say It's a Small World because people hate that sometimes. It's a Small World not on the list. Okay. Um, so doing choice. doing Dan's method, we we then burn from the bottom. Oh. Um, so you learn a little bit about how they do Frozen Ever After. I'll I'll say it like Dan does. I promise I'm not trying to hate on Frozen. I'm a big fan of Anna, Elsa, and Olaf. But the rides wait times on this Storybrook ride and World Showcase are among the highest in the park. Yeah, oh, they're well, saying it's not that, worth the by wait. That, by that thing, I would say Soren over around the world. Soren is not on the list. Right, you want me to burn another one? Again. Yep. Okay, go back down here. Uh, oh, more Frozen. For the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. It's not a ride, but it is a popular live show. This sing-along runs 10 shows a day. This is cute, but it's a one-and-done experience. There you go. You can only enjoy it once, That they say. Oh, crap. Man, they're kind of all over the place with how they rate these things, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's do, what's so fun. Let's try Peter to guess Pan. Them. Peter Pan. No Peter Pan. Damn. Judging Let's by see, their so, like list of stuff, I would have thought for sure Peter Pan would have been on there. It, it's it's such a weird list. Um, I think this is a different article than the one that we had. <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the ride itself is really rough, jerking guests through mines of the American West. The ride time is shorter than I would like, and it just isn't a cornerstone cornerstone attraction I have to visit again and again. Truthfully, it's done better in Disneyland Paris. Well, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, skip this Disney Mountain and check out Space Mountain instead. <laughs> My goodness. What is wrong with these people? Oh, anyway, gosh. okay, well, I failed because these people are, are nutty. You got three left, and then oh, the top one that you saw. List. I was only going to give you the three options. Oh, okay. Forever. Uh, for the listener, Toy Story Mania, Mission Space, Dinosaur, and the top one is The Mad Tea Party. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would have said The Mad Tea Party, but I had... I I scrolled down to see and then I saw that one and I was like okay I can't say that anymore because there you true. go gosh yeah they're saying it's just it, yes it's iconic but it's only good for pictures and it's not really a nice ride I okay mean, I suppose yeah. you could say that yeah I think if you were try, going to try to put that like if Disneyland wasn't a thing and you were to build Disneyland today and you put the teacups in people would be like oh, it's an off the shelf spinner attraction <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair all right, and then okay. I need your answer for the bonus question, because I'm curious. All right, bonus question is F. Mary Kill Main Street Vehicles. I believe I said I would kill the Omnibus. What? Because it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel like it fits as much. Sure. I would marry the fire engine, because... Every time I get on it, it's a very enjoyable experience, and the driver who is generally there is hilarious. I, be I believe his name is Steve. Are you um, talking I think about Land or World? Disneyland, yes. Oh, okay. 
world. It's been a while since I did any Main Street vehicles. They, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, land, it's just so much fun to be on there. And then F, I, what did I say? Was it the horseless carriage or maybe the horse-drawn trolley? Hmm. Hmm. Got a thing for horses, hmm. huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that was it. That was probably it because I think that uh, that part came up. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, okay. I, I had so, better reasoning. So okay, I, I I'm gonna be really old person here. No. So what's the best of these three? Would it be F or I guess Mary would be like your favorite, right? And then F it, is like you just want to have fun with it, and then like Kill is like I hate it. Right. Right. Okay. Exactly. The Mary, the way I looked at it is I would do this every single time because every time I do it, I have a great time. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the opposite of you. I, I would marry the omnibus because I love mm. seeing Disneyland and Main Street from a vantage point that you can't normally see it from. So the second okay. story okay. is that for me. It's not out as much as it used to be. And I'll tell you, I was disappointed when we went to Disney World because at Disneyland, they usually have the horse-drawn carriage going all the time. But the only time we saw it out at Disney World was when it had the Dapper Dans on it. Right. Yeah, when they do their, their trolley show yeah, or the Dapper Dans. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So I would marry the omnibus. I would. Hmm. They have like a. They have kind of just like a car. It's not the one that Walt did with like the cool little like bar. That yeah, it's not that. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just like a car. So I would kill that because that's just like I don't care. It's just a car. <laughs> it's just and, a car. God, would I f? Would I f the? Oh jeez, I think I would. I think I would f the the horse drawn streetcar because. That's another one I like. The fire truck's fine, but I've only been on it I think once. But, okay, okay. But the omnibus and the and the horse drawn streetcar are like the two things I try to do when I can and they're out and I remember okay. and it's we're not heading somewhere. All right. That was a very interesting bonus question though. <laughs> yes, Dan was planning that one for a long time. Um, yeah, so that was it. You're all caught up. Now we have your opinions on all of the same things that that they got from me and yeah. Here we are. Well, I'm really <laughs> happy to be back. And Eric, I'm glad that you you hung on with me for all of that, because uh, I'm looking at my timer, and we're at about 55 minutes. So 55 minutes, yes. For us. My, my wife... Alert, uh, we recorded next week's episode before this, so we have two in the row, or next episode after this. Ah, that's how we're doing... Okay, I get, yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, my wife just texted me and said, can you please come upstairs? The dogs need to be fed, and they're being jerks. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's great timing. So, well, everybody, join us again next week when we get together to discuss all things Disney, and it'll be all new stuff. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. (laughs) 